0: Welcome to League of Legends Stat Check, Episode 4. My name is Grumpy Kimmy and I'm joined by my friend Azar. Hey. Each episode, we will be going over all of the basic stats and abilities for the chosen champions and items to help you fill in the gaps in your basic game knowledge. This episode, we will be covering Lux and Twitch, as well as the support starter items. This episode was created during Patch 12.4. This podcast is meant to be an audio resource for people who want to improve at League of Legends, but don't have a ton of time to study up on the wiki. What they do have is eight hours a day at work where all they can do is listen. So without further ado, let's start with our first champion. Okay, so our first champion is Lux. Lux is a ranged mage, generally played in support or mid. At level 1, her health is 490, armor 19, magic resist 30, movement speed 330, attack damage 54, and attack range of 550. So her attack range is the same as caster minions. Lux's passive is called Illumination. Lux's damaging abilities mark enemies with light for six seconds. Lux's basic attacks and final spark consume the mark to deal bonus magic damage. The bonus magic damage is based on level starting at 20 and going up to 190 plus 20% of AP. Starting an attack wind up against a target with a mark that is about to expire refreshes its duration to 0.25 seconds. Casting final spark, or ultimate, refreshes the mark of all marked enemies for 1.25 seconds if they are within 5,000 units of the ability's casting position and have a mark with a remaining duration of less than one second.
1: Yeah, very basic ability to be honest. All you really have to keep in mind is that after each ability that you cast, you want to weave in an auto. And you know, this is just pretty much typical for any mid lane mage, regardless of whether you have an auto attack passive like this. Weaving in autos Especially in the early game, it's very important. But for Lux, it's especially important to get all those procs off because that 20% AP plus base damage is actually pretty high in the early game. So yeah. make sure you auto attack a lot.
0: <laughs> Definitely helps you get a lot of poke on an enemy as support, Lux. Also, it helps you last hit minions in mid. Oh, does it? Yeah, it marks minions too.
1: Well, that's very handy, actually.
0: You didn't know that? I did not. <laughs> Yeah, it'll mark uh, anything it hits.
1: Yeah, it says it it abilities marks enemies, and it it doesn't specify champions. That means pretty much anything that that moves.
0: Lux's Q is called Light Binding. Lux releases a sphere of light in the target direction that deals magic damage to the first two enemies hit and roots them for two seconds. This ability has a mana cost of 50 at all ranks and a cooldown of 11 at all ranks. The cast time is 0.25 seconds and it has a range of 1,300 units. The magic damage starts at 80 at rank one, increasing by 40 per rank, plus 60% of AP. And don't forget, it also marks targets with her passive.
1: That's right. This is Lux's main kill threat ability as it CCs the target for two seconds, which is quite a lot of time in League of Legends time. During this time, you can cast your E and your ultimate while also weaving in an auto-attack as well to maximize your damage. So landing this ability is very crucial. Also, if you manage to root an enemy before a team fight, you could typically one-shot squishies in the very late game to make it easier on your team in teamfights.
0: So one thing to note about this ability is that the ability will cast from wherever the caster is at the end of the cast time. So you can start the queue and then flash to the side, and then it'll come out from where you flashed to. So that's a good way to surprise someone and get around like a minion that's blocking your shot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It re- reduces the time it gives for an enemy to, you know, really think about the location of the, the queue and try to dodge. So by eliminating that, that extra time, you know, you increase the chances of landing the ability, which could be followed up by an ult for an easy kill.
0: I feel like that's something you should practice, though, if you're going to dodge to the side.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Practice tool is your friend.
0: (laughs) Lux's W is called Prismatic Barrier. Lux launches her wand in the target direction, which returns to her after reaching maximum range. The wand grants a shield to all allied champions it passes through for 2.5 seconds while it is outgoing and returning. Lux also receives the shield upon releasing the wand and upon its return. The shield can stack up to two times, stacking with the previous shield and refreshing its duration. This ability has a mana cost of 60 at rank one increasing by five per rank and a cooldown of 14 at rank one decreasing by one second per rank. The cast time is 0.25 seconds and it has a range of 1,175 units. The shield strength starts at 45 at rank one increasing by 20 per rank plus 35% of AP.
1: Yeah, this is your typical defensive ability, you know, point and click. Um, Keep in mind that this is also a skill shot. So if you're trying to save an ally or if you're supporting an ADC, try to lead with this ability. Same way you would lead an ability to hit an enemy, you would lead with this ability to hit your allies. In team fights, you could protect multiple allies with this ability as well as yourself. So, you know, use use this liberally. (laughs) The cooldown is also fairly short, you know, 10 seconds plus any, you know, natural CD that you built plus any CD from runes. Now, this could easily get down to five second cooldown. So, definitely spam this in team fights. Another thing to note is that this is technically a projectile. So, Windwall or Blade Roll will break the ability. So, do not throw this at Yasuo or Samira.
0: Yeah, because you'll lose it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, it's one of the stronger shields in team fights potentially if you land it on everybody because you're going to shield everyone on your team by a lot. Oh yeah. Which I think the only other champion who can shield everyone is Karma, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I or think I think surfing? the new champion. I, oh yeah, Seraphine too. Oh, and Sona.
0: Okay, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> but Lux is cooler.
1: The- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lux is definitely more skill, skill intensive. Uh, contrary to the, how simpler abilities may be, she's definitely a skilled champion.
0: And she's awesome. And oh, yeah. she's optimistic and cheerful and happy. Definitely. And I'm a Lux main, and I love her.
1: <laughs> Bias much?
0: Yes, I am very biased. I just, I enjoy her attitude. She helps oh, you yeah. not tilt. Yeah, she's strong. I like her. Oh, yeah. Lux E is called Lucent Singularity. Lux sends an anomaly of twisted light to the target location for up to five seconds, granting sight of the area and slowing enemies within. Lucent Singularity can be recast at any time while it is in flight or within its duration and does so automatically after its duration ends. On recast, Lux detonates the anomaly, dealing magic damage to all enemies within. If Lucent Singularity was recast while in flight, it will detonate upon its arrival. The slow lingers for one second after leaving the area. Enemies hit by Lucent Singularity's detonation are also slowed by the same amount for one second. This ability has a mana cost of 70 at rank 1, increasing by 10 per rank, and a cooldown of 10 at rank 1, decreasing by 0.5 seconds per rank. The cast time is 0.25 seconds, and it has a target range of 1100 The slow starts at 25% at rank one and increases by 5% per rank. The magic damage starts at 70 at rank one, increasing by 50 per rank, plus 70% of AP.
1: And you know, as much as this is a damaging ability, it's also a tactical ability as well. What you want to do with this ability, especially in the mid to late game, is scout areas that you want to approach before approaching them and awarding. Since the range on this is pretty far at 1,100, you know, you can search Baron, you know, the area around Baron, you can search the area around Dragon, um, you can invade uh, a little safer, you know, just getting that little extra vision before approaching is definitely handy and not getting caught all the time. Yeah. Another thing to note is you'll be wanting to max this ability first, as the base damage and AP scaling are quite high and definitely worth the investment, as well as the increase in the slow.
0: Yeah. Um, I definitely max this one first. I know there are some people who max shield first because it is a huge shield, but I like to kill people, not save people, so I max this one. (laughs) And the site it grants is super helpful when you're trying to potentially steal a... Dragon or Baron, because if the enemy has control over the pit and they've got like pink wards in there, so you can't keep a ward in there, there's nothing they can do to stop your E from hanging out. It lasts for five seconds. So that gives you um, a good window of opportunity where you've got vision and they can't do anything about it, except jump over the wall and kill you.
1: Yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but this ability can mark multiple enemies and you can plot all the marks with your ultimate, right?
0: Yes. Um, oh, well. Everyone hit by this will get marked and the ultimate will consume marks on everybody it hits and reapply a new mark.
1: So very, very, very high damage ability if paired yes. with your ultimate as well.
0: Indeed. This ability alone hits super hard.
1: Especially if you build a Ludin's Echo, right?
0: Ludin's Echo is a really good item on her. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> This is also a projectile, so it will get blocked by wall. In fact, everything is a projectile from Lux except for her ult. Her ult will go straight through a wind wall, but anything else will get hit. Lux's ultimate is called Final Spark. Lux fires a massive laser of light in a line in the target direction that deals magic damage to all enemies hit and briefly reveals them, as well as granting sight of the surrounding area. This ability has a mana cost of 100 at all ranks. The cooldown starts at 60 at rank 1 and decreases by 10 seconds per rank. It has a range of 3,400 units. The magic damage starts at 300 at rank 1 and increases by 100 damage per rank, plus 100% of AP.
1: You know, for such a simple ability, it is very cool. It's literally a giant laser that shoots across the map. Well, not across the map, but pretty dang far. Well, and really it has a far. lot of application, especially with the low cooldown. And since it procs marks, for the most part, you can probably be getting one-shots in the late game with stability with your Q ult alone.
0: Yeah, it's super helpful. And with cooldown items, the cooldown gets really short. So you can oftentimes late game, use it at the beginning of fight and again later in mid-fight. And it's also really helpful for snipes. The thing you need to keep in mind if you're trying to snipe someone who's escaping from your allies is if you haven't hit them, you're not going to get that mark damage. And you just have to keep in mind, if you don't have a mark on them, it's going to be doing a little bit less damage.
1: Yeah, ideally, if you're out of range, you'd want to follow it up with CC. But without CC, you know, obviously, like any skill shot, you want to lead it. Also, another application for this ability is just simply wave clearing. If you're trying to steal out a game and you have a giant wave approaching your tower, just ult it. It, Your cooldown is so short in the late game that it's almost going to be... It's basically a basic ability at at a certain point.
0: Um, Another thing to note is that this ability can't be interrupted except by death. So if you start the ultimate and then someone CCs you, throws you, whatever... Anything they do to you, it's going to finish channeling the ult. And if they pick you up and throw you, it's going to finish channeling from where you were. Yeah, the only thing that can cancel a Lux ult is death.
1: Good to know. So if you see an enemy charging up a CC like Viego's W, which stuns you, but he has to charge up to get to you, you can kind of ult as he's stunning you just to get some damage off while you're CC'd
0: but I would only suggest that if that will kill him or you're going to die either way. Right. Because you generally do not want Viego to touch you because you won't get away if he catches you. But it might give your allies enough damage to avenge your death after you're dead. (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's anything else. She's very straightforward.
1: Covers it, Yeah. (laughs)
0: She's like one of the, I don't know if she's original. I think she might be actual original champion, isn't she?
1: I mean, yeah, her kid screams original, to be honest.
0: Yeah, the release date is from 2010. Oh, yeah. October 19th, 2010. I'm pretty sure that's the original release for the first like 50 champions, I think, that were part of the game. Pretty
1: sure, yeah.
0: Even though she's simple, she's still super strong. And she's kind of one of the iconic champions that shows up in a lot of their videos and stuff, their promotional right. material. So I feel like she's a safe bet for getting, keeping love of Riot. I don't think they'll ever hurt her too badly.
1: And she has so many skins.
0: She does, and there's some good ones.
1: Elementalist is my favorite.
0: I like Elementalist. I have it on one of my accounts, but my, I don't like the base for Elementalist, the light one. I think she Whoa. looks weird. I like the lava, the magma one is my favorite.
1: Gotcha. But
0: you have to go through the green fairy, you have to go through the white fairy and then the green fairy before you can get to the magma. So now I mostly just use Stealthy Flux because that was my first ever skin I bought in this game. And oh, wow. it's awesome. Though I did just buy the porcelain one, so I've been using that lately. <laughs> yeah. And I just looked it up, and actually, Lux is not original. She's from October of 2010, I believe I said. The original champions were actually released in February of 2009, and she is not one of them. Neither is Garen. Dang. Anywho, on to the next champion. Uh... Our next champion is called Twitch. At level 1, he has 612 health, 27 armor, 30 magic resist, 330 movement speed, 59 attack damage, and 550 attack range. Twitch's passive is called Deadly Venom. Twitch's basic attacks on hit apply a stack of Deadly Venom for 6 seconds, stacking up to 6 times. The duration of deadly venom refreshes on subsequent applications deadly venom is a poison each deadly venom stack deals one to five damage based on level plus 2.5% of ap as true damage per second over six seconds. At six stacks it'll do a maximum of six to 30 damage based on level plus 15% of ap as true damage with each tick.
1: Yeah, this is a very, very strong ability, not just against tanks because of the true damage, but pretty much against everyone. And especially if you get max stacks on this, you know, it has it had really high AP scaling on top of a really high base damage for true damage, especially in the early game. A lot of times you can get level one, level two cheese kills simply because enemies don't think they're going to be taking a lot of damage from this. And as their health bars tick down, you know, it's already too late.
0: Another thing to note with this ability is that like, everyone can see the stacks. There's usually bit changes based on the skin, but there will be little things floating around you. And when it hits max stacks, you'll get a big symbol above the person's head.
1: That's right. And when playing against Twitch, it's definitely worth noting how many stacks are on you. You definitely want to be taking short trades. And then after you get three, maybe four stacks, try to disengage and don't let them get an extra auto in as it'll not only refresh your duration, but put another stack on you, which makes you take more damage. Another thing to note is be aware of Twitch's builds. If he's starting a Doran's ring, his passive will do a lot more damage to you, as the Doran's ring gives him AP, and AP gives him the bonuses from his adaptive runes. So just be aware.
0: Yeah, Twitch is one of those champions that can be built either AD or AP, and if he gets goes with AP, you need to pay a lot of attention to the stacks and to his expunge ability that we'll go into later.
1: That's right. And keep in mind if he does go AP, that's just his early game power. He doesn't scale as well with AP in the late game.
0: That's good to know. Anything else on this one?
1: Um oh yeah. And another thing to note is that when Twitch ults, he'll be able to auto attack everybody, which means he's applying this passive onto everybody.
0: Okay. Twitch's Q is called Ambush. After a one second delay, Twitch becomes camouflaged for a duration. Attacking or casting Venom Cask or Contaminate ends Ambush immediately. Uh Oh, when I said Expunge, I meant Contaminate, I guess. They changed the name of the ability a while ago and I forgot. Oh, yeah. They also changed the name of his ult. I don't know how long you've been playing. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, yeah. Didn't it used to be called, like, uh,
0: Rat-a-tata? a tat Tata -tata tat or something. Yeah. Lux's ult also got renamed. Anywho. Okay. Attacking or casting Venom Cask or Contaminate ends ambush immediately. During ambush, Twitch gains 10% bonus movement speed, increased to 30% when he moves toward enemy champions within a 1,000 range radius who cannot see him. Upon breaking stealth, Twitch gains bonus attack speed for five seconds. Ambush's cooldown is reset if an enemy champion dies while affected with de- deadly venom. This ability has a mana cost of 40 in a cooldown of 16. It has zero cast time and a detection radius of 500. So it's not a true invisibility. It's camouflage. So uh, normal wards won't see him. Um, You won't be able to see him coming down lane if he's walking past minions or anything like that. But if he gets within 500 units of a champion, then you'll be able to see him in shadow form. Um, The stealth duration starts at 10 seconds at rank one and increases by one second per rank. The bonus attack speed starts at 40% at rank one and increases by 5% per rank.
1: Yeah, a cool thing to note about this ability is that you can actually recall in stealth because there's a delay with the queue in applying the stealth on Twitch, you can queue and then press B and heal stealth while backing. And you can complete the recall completely invisible. It's very, very handy, especially if, you know, you're about to get ganked and you can see, you know, perhaps an enemy's lease in about to tower dive and the enemy's trying to push wave. You can, you know, Q and, you know, leave your support to die. But hey, <laughs> as long as you're saving yourself.
0: Yeah. Twitch's W is called Venom Cask. Twitch hurls a cask of venom at the target location, applying a deadly venom stack to all enemies hit within the area and granting sight of the area. The area then becomes contaminated for three seconds, applying a deadly venom stack each second to all enemies within and slowing them. This ability has a mana cost of 70 at all ranks. The cooldown starts at 13 seconds and decreases by one second per rank. It has a range of 950 and a cast time of 0.25. The slow starts at 30% at rank 1 and increases by 5% per rank, plus 6% per 100 AP.
1: Something to note about this ability is the Venom Cask can only apply a maximum of 4 deadly Venom Poison stacks per enemy. This means that if you throw it onto multiple enemies... Each of those enemies will only be able to get up to four stacks and that's only if they stay within that area. However, the main use of this ability is to keep and reapply stacks that you've already built up. So let's say you've auto-attacked an enemy four, five, six times, right? They have max stacks on them and it's about to expire. If you throw this ability on top of them, it'll not only reapply those stacks, but for the duration, it'll keep reapplying until they exit out of the ability. So if you're going AP Twitch and, you know, you've already got the bleed ticking on them, there's a high chance they're going to die within that uh, in that time frame of, you know, them ticking down. So if you throw this ability on top of it, it'll reapply the stacks and increase the chance of them dying.
0: Yeah. Also, um, the, just the slow zone helps keep people in his ult.
1: Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Um, oh, um, it, it'd also be a good idea to keep track of when enemy champions use their Zhonya's Hour class, as you can throw this ability on top of their Zhonya's and instantly apply stacks on them as they exit.
0: Nice. Twitch's E is called Contaminate. Twitch sends a lethal toxin to each nearby enemy afflicted by deadly venom, dealing each of them physical damage at the end of the cast time. Contaminate deals additional physical damage and 33% AP magic damage for each stack of deadly venom on the target. A nearby enemy with deadly venom is required to cast this ability and targets do not have to be visible to be affected. The mana cost for this ability starts at 50 at rank one and increases by 10 mana per rank. The cooldown starts at 12 seconds and decreases by one second per rank. It has a cast time of 0.25 seconds and an effect radius of 1,200 units. The base physical damage for this ability is 20 at rank 1, increasing by 10 per rank. The physical damage per stack starts at 15 at rank 1 and increases by 5 per rank, plus 35% of bonus AD.
1: One cool thing to note is that while playing Twitch, you have kind of a range indicator of this ability. And anyone within this range who's been affected by your poison, you'll know can be detonated on. So if they're slightly outside of your range, you can kind of break that distance with either Ambush or, um, you know, just walking at them and trying to get in range with that E. Another thing to note is that in the early game, you can cheese enemies with this ability as people tend to underestimate the amount of damage this has. So if you get a champion to around 30, 20, 20% to 30% HP, a lot of the times they think they'll, they'll be safe but well, then they start bleeding down and then you proc this and it does a bunch of damage and they end up dying.
0: Yeah, I knew this ability did a lot of damage, but even as I was reading it, I was like 35 damage. That's not much, but it's 35 damage per <laughs> stack. So times six. Oh, yeah. So it yeah. definitely does a lot.
1: Yeah, it's huge. It's very nice. And in team fights, when you're getting these stacks on multiple enemies, you're hitting multiple enemies with this huge ability. And it's a lot of damage.
0: Yep, yep. Anything (laughs) else on this one? You don't actually have to target anyone, do you? You just have to be in range of someone who's got a stack on them? And then you just click the ability? Okay. Yep. Twitch's ultimate is called Spray and Pray. Twitch gains bonus attack damage and 300 bonus attack range for six seconds, during which his basic attacks are replaced by bolts that travel slightly farther than his attack range in a straight line dealing damage to every enemy unit they collide with in their path. The bolts deal 100% through 60% based on enemy's hit of the attack's damage, and apply on-hit effects at 100% effectiveness to all targets, and each attack can critically strike all its targets. This ability has a mana cost of 100 at all ranks, cooldown of 90 at all ranks, no cast time, and... The target range is Twitch's attack range. So he has to be able to click his auto attack on someone, but then the range of the bolts extends past his attack range. So if you're trying to hit someone beyond his actual attack range at that moment, as long as there's something you can attack, it'll extend farther. Yeah, so his base attack range is 550 and this gives him an extra 300. So that makes his attack range 850. But the bolts can go 1,100 units. So they'll go past his attack range. The bonus AD is 40 at rank 1 and increases by 15 per rank. Another thing to note is that Twitch's normal auto attack missile speed is 2,500. But when he ults, his missile speed increases to 4,000 speed.
1: A cool thing about this ability is that the extra distance that the bolts travel scales with a bonus attack range. So, items like rapid fire cannon, as well as runes such as lethal tempo, will extend the range of these already far distance bolts. Go.
0: <laughs> Good sentence. <sounds>. Good sentence.
1: <laughs> this is one of the, honestly, one of the strongest self buffs in the game, giving you bonus range and bonus AD. And keep in mind, the amount of AD that this gives is more than most AD items in the game. You're essentially giving yourself a, se- a seventh item with this ability, which is absolutely nuts, especially in the late game.
0: Plus, you're hitting everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. You so have, if
0: you get a good engage on like the full team, you're just going to shred them.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind, this is increasing bonus AD. So that bonus AD is amplified by crit and crit damage amplifiers. So you're getting massive damage with his ability to the point where if you hit backline enemies with a full build, there's a high chance you one-shot every one of them.
0: Plus, uh, his contaminate, his E, uh, scales with bonus AD. And his his alt self-buff is bonus AD. So that would increase your contaminate damage as well.
1: That's right, that's right. So all around, a fantastic late game insurance champion.
0: Another thing to keep in mind is that if Twitch is blinded before winding up the attack, the hits will miss on all targets, which makes sense.
1: Yeah. Ooh, a cool thing is, if you are far enough from Twitch, you can actually dodge the auto attacks through sidestepping.
0: And that's pretty much it for Twitch. And next, we'll go over the starting support items. So there are four support starter items in the game. First one is called Spell Thief's Edge. Then there's Spectral Sickle, Steel Shoulder Blades, Shoulder Blades, Steel Shoulder Guards, and Relic Shield.
1: All 4 support items grant 2 gold per 10 seconds. Also, each support item has a unique passive called Quest, where if you earn 500 gold using the item, your item upgrades, gaining the ability to ward with 3 wards in stock. All 4 support items cost 400 gold. The Spectral Sickle has 5 attack damage, 10 health, 25% base mana regeneration, And two gold per 10 seconds. Spellfeast Edge has eight ability power, 10 health, 50% base mana regeneration, and two gold per 10 seconds. Relic Shield has five ability power, 30 health, 25% base health regeneration, and two gold per 10 seconds. And finally, Steel Shoulder Guards has three attack damage, 30 health, and 25% base health regeneration with two gold for 10 seconds.
0: Um, Between these four items, Spell thieves and Spectral Sickle have the same passive, and then Steel Shoulder Guard and Relic Shield have the same passive. So for Spell Thief and Spectral Sickle, their first unique passive is called Tribute. Grants a charge every 10 seconds, up to three charges. If an allied champion is nearby, damaging abilities and attacks against champions and structures, consume a charge, up to one per attack or cast. Consuming a charge grants 20 gold. Receive diminishing gold from excessive minion kills. The second unique passive is called Quest. Once you've earned 500 gold using this item, your item upgrades to Frostfang, if it's Spell Thiefs, or Harrowing Crescent, if it is Spectral Sickle, gaining the Warding active with three wards in stock.
1: Good thing to note is these two items are your offensive winning options, as they offer higher damage-based stats, as well as base mana regeneration instead of health.
0: I honestly didn't realize that you had to have an ally nearby in order to do this. I thought you could just do this.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of interesting. I wonder if they changed that recently. I feel like, the, uh, solo. I don't think
0: it was near as recently, but I assume that was something they changed to prevent solo laners from taking this item.
1: Yeah. Do you be warned that by taking this item, you are incentivized to be poking and being aggressive. So if you fall behind, you'll be struggling to get these, drag- these stacks out.
0: So if you're having trouble auto-attacking your opponents in lane to get these stacks, uh, make sure that whenever they leave lane and your guys are able to crash a wave on the turret, make sure you attack the turret three times to get your three stacks.
1: Good point. Free money. Always take it.
0: (laughs) Also, something to note is that there's a limitation on this item um, and on all of these items. Uh, You're limited to one jungle or support item. So you can't build multiple spell thieves or a jungle item and a support item.
1: The passive for Relic Shield and Steel Shoulder Guards is the same. The unique passive is Spoils of War, granting a charge every 35 seconds up to three charges. Basic attacks can consume a charge to execute minions. Basic attacks execute minions below 50% if you're melee, 30% if you're ranged, of their maximum HP. Killing a minion by any means with a charge grants you and the nearest allied champion kill gold. These effects require an allied champion to be nearby. Receive diminishing gold from excessive minion kills. The second unique passive for both items is called Quest, where if you earn 500 gold using the item, the item upgrades to Targon's Buckler if you're using Relic Shield, or Rune Steel spalders if you started off with Steel Shoulder Guards. With this upgrade, you gain the Warding Active with three wards in stock, which refresh when you back.
0: Yep, yep. All and right. that's it. Super easy items, right?
1: Very easy, actually.
0: Basically the same, but you choose whether you want Attack Damage or AP, and you choose whether you want Health Regen or Mana Regen. Exactly. Or if you want to execute min- minions or auto attack enemies.
1: Yeah. And if you're uncertain and you, you want to play defensive, or if you scale and you don't want to harass, then definitely start off with Relic Shield or Steel Shoulder Guards, as you can play much more passively. You gain the base health regen and you can proc these items without having to worry about enemies, uh, you know, trying to trade with you.
0: Or if you know that your E.D. carry really sucks at killing cannon minions, and you want to help them by executing the cannon minions for them. What? <laughs> oh, that's also a good thing to note, by the way, is you want to make the most of the gold you're gaining when you execute minions with the uh, steel shoulder guards or relic shield. So generally speaking, uh, you should be keeping a stack for every cannon in lane.
1: And never ever use this item on ranged minions.
0: Because that is a waste of your money.
1: Indeed. We're trying to give you high value here.
0: Also, um, it's a good tactic to hold on to, like generally speaking, you don't want to hold on to max stacks because you want them, you want at least one stack to be regenning at all times. So you're not wasting any time. Uh, However, it can be useful to hold on to a couple stacks of. Steel Shoulder Guard or Relic Shield um, at level one uh, so that when the second wave arrives, you can use your stacks to quickly execute those three melee minions get level two really fast. Sometimes you can catch people off guard. And that's pretty much it for these items, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's it for this episode of League of Legends Stat Check. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you azar for helping make this show uh we'll be back next week for another two champions and items and i wish you all luck in your game bye you're not gonna say goodbye oh rude hasta
1: la vista (laughs) okay